Hey, good morning. What's going on? Making Motivation Podcast. This is Dr. Drill. It's a uh, windy 30 uh, fucking degree Fahrenheit temperature on a Saturday, 11.30 a.m. Almost. I'm heading down, knock out a few... uh, a few errands here, cleaned up the house a little bit, cleaned up myself, made some orders on Amazon for various feces for my um, my pending trip to southern Utah, picked up a solar uh, charger, like a trifold, you, it's like about the dimensions of a, a large cell phone, You, it comes out like an accordion, folds out, figure maybe for my phone. I anticipate taking a lot of pictures and hopefully talking to my family at night and, uh, you know, because I'm going to miss them quite a bit. Uh, At least once a day, have a little phone call with them, see how everybody's doing, if I can, if I not, if I not, if I cannot, then, uh, you know, they'll just have to know that I love them and touch base whenever I can. Anyways, freaking accordion phone charger, solar type, can charge all kinds of shit on it. I just love solar energy to begin with, so the notion of hanging that off the back of my rucksack or putting it on a, a rock in the Utah desert and letting Amun-Ra, the sun god, freaking <clears throat> basket in rays of light, that, that's very enticing to me. I'm enjoying that notion. Or putting it on a window or something like that if we're driving or in an office window fucking I don't know whatever man let's say I'm out in the yard and I'm listening to a little uh, podcast I'll get my juice up my cell phone there I also have other uh, batteries that can be recharged and utilized for various powering purposes listen part of me just wants to unplug entirely and not have to deal with any of that gadgetry and bullshit, but it's also cool to be able to access technology. Picking up what I'm putting down, good. So, let's talk about this week, you know, not to dwell on the past, but it was a a pretty decent week, you know, know, we talked about my birthday was on Wednesday, around that it was just the same old frenzy of activity that we're often engaged in, whereby, you know, you're time to make the donuts heading into work and the challenge is amid all the stress and the phone calls and the mail or lack thereof or fucking awesome patients and butt lick patients very few of those but you gotta say there's good and bad of everything right and just the all the responsibilities from getting up and doing the same you know rolling out of the rack at this particular time and I've been noticing even recently when I, you know, my routine in the morning, Lily and I watch a little bit of friggin' HGTV at 6.30 or 7.30, 7.30 we head upstairs and I get all my, my friggin' gear on, shit shower and shave, all that stuff. By 7.45, I am friggin' using um, monkey butt powder. And dropping it in the saddle of my pants. <laughs> Just for a little freshness and moisture, you know, if I can scrounge, uh, scrounge up that shit a little bit there and make sure we're nice and clean. I blow a lot of farts out during the day. 
and I sweat pretty fucking extensively to the point where if I'm um, in the lab and being a little casual, maybe talking through a heart model, let's say, I'll sit up on top of the lab uh, tabletop, these black kind of uh, special countertops for, you know, that will wick away chemistry or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. You ever see a fucking lab tap, uh, tabletop? And I hop back down after I'm done with that period of instruction on the cardiovascular system. There'll be a nice fucking sweat ass mark right there. Because I, dude, I'm hot blooded. Check it and see. I got a fever of 103. Come on, baby, do you do more than dance? Oh, hot blooded, hot blooded. So, back to the time element. We're so fucking regular, so like to the clock every second, every minute that I can walk up those stairs and do all the things I got to do, including put my gear on down to the insertion, the sprinkling of a little bit of monkey butt powder in the saddle of my fucking undies. I've got it all mapped out. It's almost disgusts me how like, um, timely we are and we have to be in order to survive in this world. Sometimes you just want to sit on a fucking a rock or, or by a creek and just let the world pass you by, you know, just kind of veg out a little bit and not have to be on a clock. My buddy Rosie's telling me about the notion of, uh, yeah, he said, I'm, I said, we're going to build a fire. Nah, no fires. And when it gets dark, I go to sleep. Well, that's, that's freaking hardcore, man. But it's awesome. And it's in another way because the sun will wake you up and the, being tired after hiking all day and fucking around, exploring, taking in all the sights, being exposed to the elements, that'll freaking work out a whole lot of your nervous energy to the point where I'm looking forward to laying down on the ground and just collapsing, Not, you know, from being tired, from being fulfilled, from taking it all in, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Now, <clears throat> some preparations. I told you my family, they got me a, a brand new rucksack. I'm going to pack that bitch up with all the goodness, travel light, freeze at night kind of philosophy. I'm going to mail that out, though, to Rosie within the next week or so. A packed, full-packed ruck. So I just got to get on the plane with my little fucking knapsack, and I'm good. I'll check my bags on the way back if need be. Because um, it matters most that I have all my shit packed for the uh, for the journey. So that's cool. In the week, as I said, it was good and bad. And you know, you get home, you're fucking tired. Uh, when I get home, I want to spend some time with my family. I want everybody to be be quasi rejuvenated, to have something positive to say about the day. And while I certainly have can see the good in most situations. You ever get done with your da- your task of the day and you're like, holy shit, I'm smoked, man. Like, I don't have much left to give. I don't, I don't want to pick up the airbrush. I don't want to carve wood. I don't want to write. Um, you know, I was trying to make a conscious effort yesterday, Friday, was, which is an excellent day. And I'm going to tell you something about Friday. Maybe this happens to you as well. 
you know, 45 years young, my mind and body are starting to try to play little tricks on me. So I woke up in a quasi-panic for Friday because I knew, I don't know, just the gravity of the day. I'd, I'd done it a million times, treated the same patients at the same location, you know, with the same table and the same gadgets and uh, I've mastered this shit. I could do it in my sleep, really. But I think about, think about it. Think about when you folks, when you, you're doing your shit, you're doing your job and all the things inherent to your, let's say, job in the business world. And every day you get on, get up, get dressed, kiss your loved ones, feed your dog, take them out get on the train, go down to Philadelphia to sit in a cubicle or whatever. And there's all these elements of your day. And you might even love what you do, like I do. But it's just a fucking blur, man. It's just, you know, you need a change. So I was like that on Friday morning. I guess I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. That happens to me sometimes, and I've taken note of it. I'm watching myself very closely. Try to try to breathe through it and just get up and do some affirmations and say, fuck it, let's do it. I'm the master. I can do this. I know what my plan of attack is. I have, I'm prepared. Let's go. And I did that. And I'll tell you, I went into work. I had a great friggin' day. The night before, on Thursday night, just the way shit happens sometimes, you know, like I was calm, but it was stressful because even though we might have only had eight or ten patients on the schedule, there was a lot of shit coming at me. There was a lot of, like, a a patient was, like, 15 minutes late. We had a new guy on the schedule. We had a bunch of things going on that really sandwiched a lot of energy into this, uh, a lot of nervous energy and stress into this one, you know, this four-hour window or whatever, three-hour window even. And so, it was fucking tough, even though I took like a three-hour nap of that afternoon on Thursday. Thursday's a light day for me, you know? But I came and I conquered. We got through it. It just felt like I got my ass kicked a little bit. And nobody likes how that feels, right? So that shit under my belt... I'm feeling pretty good, man. I slept like a goddamn baby last night. I'll tell you that right now. I slept very, very well. And I felt good going to sleep. We had a uh, family. We went out to eat. We went to the California Pizza Kitchen. And it was good. Even though we were... They sat us by the restrooms, which I fucking abhor. Listen, when you go to the, re- when you go to the fucking restaurant, I want to be positioned uh, appropriately. And that is to say, I want to be in a booth with a window view in an area where the heat or air conditioning is not fucking uh, powering down upon us. I don't want to be anywhere near the fucking bathroom, man. I'm saying it's a good place to get Kung Flu. Why? 
So we had a nice meal. We played on the way down and back Yacht Rock. That's Y-A-C-H-T. Y-A-C-H-T as in the boat, vessel. Yacht Rock is fucking awesome. It's like 1960s, 70s, uh, maybe a little 80s. Love songs, power love songs. Really, really good, man. Feel good stuff that you, if you're at midlife right now, you remember most of these songs, and they're wonderful. I'm going to start playing that in the office, because it's a good good soundtrack, you understand? I'm going to take a little pause here while I do some banking. <laughs> I'm back. Check it. Stop by the bank, little Citizens Bank. Made a nice deposit. Not nice enough, though. I want to fucking jack my bank account up. Get some savings going. Get some wise investments going. Look at a little retirement nest egg. I always ask if they can see my, or no, if they, if I would like a balance. I wouldn't, no, I don't want a balance, really. I don't want you to see my balance. You little gold digger. Let me tell you. This young lady who is is the teller at the bank, she is very nice, so sweet and kind. And that is a, I've mentioned this before perhaps, that is a lost ank. Uh, uh, ank. That is a lost fucking skill set of the, um, the bankers. The tellers used to give you a lollipop. For the kids and dog treats, see a doggy in there and say hello to everybody and they know who you were, which you don't necessarily want them to know who you are. I mean, I don't want somebody looking in my finances necessarily. This girl is so nice. And whenever she says, is there anything else? I say, just have a wonderful day. Or I thought about saying, and next time I'll say, don't change. Why? Because she's a sweetheart. She's a real nice person, and I would be interested in uh, talking to her and learning how uh, you know how people treat her. I'm sure it's a mixed bag of friggin' shitbirds and really nice folks who like to reciprocate her kindness. And so, she's a sweetheart. Mission accomplished. I don't know if I mentioned this to you earlier, but in my the doc, this doctorate course that I'm teaching, or it's a medical diagnostics course to acupuncture students, and uh, the curriculum is actually written by an acupuncturist herself. I'm just kind of running the curriculum, unfolding the curriculum for them, managing it. So the curriculum, as part of it this week, they had to do this project is a feng shui project involves them decluttering like a Marie Kondo sort of thing I guess that chick's name is I haven't watched any of her shows but basically just throw shit out that you don't want don't can't use right so it's very inspiring hearing from them and we said you know clean out their cars and or clean out their bathroom this one student seems like a young bachelor at like, I, I decluttered my, my bathroom. Here, look at my freaking toilet. 
Look at the window. You see your toilet right there. Liz, lady, I don't want to see your fucking toilet where you take a dump. But, yeah, things should be decluttered. Get that crap out of the friggin' waste paper basket. And over there, we got all these friggin' hair products and shit. Get that the fuck out of there. Open up that drawer and if there's something, you know, there's always something broken or, or product that's low. Use that shit up and get that out of there. S- simplify. The problem is when this in this world that we live in, there's so much junk. There's so much debris that it just keeps accumulating because everything is a disposable, a disposable consumer culture. Here's my next stop along the way. Stop in the office here, take a look at things, get the mail. Stand by. When I look at, oh Jesus, lady, you're fucking not healthy looking. When I look at uh, that woman coming out of her house, she looks like she's fucking very unhealthy, man. Very unhealthy. Precariously walking down the stairs, smoking a goddamn cigarette. Ugh. Big and fat. Not good, man. Somebody's always got it worse. Excuse me. When I look at uh, the front of my office or go in my house or pull up to the friggin' yard, I see all kinds of shit that I want to get rid of, you know? That's why I got a burn pit. One of my favorite things to do is to take all the Amazon boxes... And to take all the goddamn wood chips and my neighbor's recycles that blow onto our yard. And I like to I like to burn that shit with extreme prejudice. Only it's so windy this time of year, particularly up on the ridge where I live wind will fuck everything up. My fire could grow out of control. I can't have that. So a lot of shit accumulates this time of the year. And it's, you know, you got all those fucking shoes and stuff. You walk in your house in the mud room or whatever you got. You got fucking shoes all over. Kid shoes and my shoes and Mandy's shoes. I want to feng shui all that shit. So it's been an inspiring, uh, time, and I'm hoping to really do a lot of feng shui in this spring cleaning, we could call that. It's important to do. All right, let's move to the next uh, topic of conversation. I'm heading now over to the Gwynedd Mercy University, where I am going to do some training. Hopefully get a workout in myself after I watch the women's uh, lacrosse team kick ass and take names against a a team called Goucher. And I'm probably going to make it just in time for the Star-Spangled Banner. See some of my friends, my students, my favorite coach. Say hello to everybody. And then tonight's going to be cool because we're going to go over... Mandy's cousin's house, 
and we're going to get some takeout food and drink some beers and tell some stories in the wormhole. We're even going to bring our Momi so she doesn't get, she gets pissed, our little Momi chocolate lab rescue. She's an old girl and she just wants our time. She wants to be with us. She'll get pissed if we go out for dinner or something. We're going to bring her with us and hang out and snuggle with her, have a few beers and tell some stories and spend some time with family. I think we're all going to enjoy that tonight. Maybe watch some of the NFL Combine, see what these characters are up to. And that's my, that's going to be my day. Tomorrow we'll wake up, clean up, be productive, prepare for the week, do some feng shuiing, maybe shave my head clean up my friggin' appearance a little bit. I'm, I'm feeling good with a beard, but I gotta admit, it kind of takes things to the next level of, like, looking like an old fucking, an old man. I shaved a few weeks ago, and my wife didn't like it. She liked the beard. So here, I'm growing it. I'm gonna try to take care of it. Who knows, maybe I'll even dye it. Friend of mine, uh, he's freaking pretty cool. He he works for the telephone company, like freaking Verizon or something. He's got a mohawk. He came in the other day with a newly shorn mohawk, and he's got a beard, like a real crazy red and gray, uh, long and kind of Viking-looking beard. And the guy's name is Thor, my friend Rob, so he can do this. I just admire anybody who just does whatever the fuck they want to do. Oh, you don't like my mohawk? Well, <laughs> fuck it. I can do whatever I want to do. I mean, that's that's the beauty of being in America, right? You can kind of tweak your appearance or whatever. So if I dyed my beard, you guys wouldn't be uh, wouldn't think less of me or give me shit about it, would you? I'm also as I drive around, I'm looking around for. Um, wood. And I know right up here when I turn onto the uh, road that the university is on, looks like they're widening the road or something. So these fuckheads cut down a lot of uh, trees, like medium-sized trees, some of them spruce-ish, pine trees. So maybe I can, if they haven't shredded them yet or uh, mulched them, maybe I'll grab those trees and do some cool shit with it. Finally, I will mention, as I bring this podcast to a close, that it is my intent to really work on this podcast. Now, I'm thankful just to have a few listeners. Uh, I pretty much, it's all published, right? You can find this on uh, Apple, iTunes, uh, all the podcast players. You can find this podcast. I've done, I don't even know what the count is on the number that I've done, but I do at least a couple a week. And it's kind of been the Dr. Drill stream of consciousness uh, rather than making motivation. But it's me making motivation in my own life. Uh, what I really like to do most, what I'm particularly interested in at this point in time in my life, is I would like to find the next mission. Because being a former Marine, 
and having done all that, and you know, everybody, oh, you're a Marine. Yeah, I was a Marine 25 years ago. And I was Dr. Drill and Dr. O, and I'm Professor O. I do a lot of things. I know I'm no slouch, but sometimes I feel like, not sometimes, all the time, I feel like my best work is when I am, I've got a mission, when I've got a passion, and I go after it, you know? That's my favorite. That's what makes, puts me at my best. And lately, I don't know, I I feel like I'm, even though I've got a lot of great things going on, I'm looking for that next, like, passion. What is it going to do? Is it going to, you know, it's going to be a business? Is it going to make me a ton of money? Is it going to help me help a bunch of other people? Am I going to grow my chiropractic practice? Do I want to do that? Do I... Do I want to, um, and I just, I've decided that one of the most constructive things for me is this podcast. It, at the very least, I'm talking out loud and I'm just sharing my thoughts and it allows me to express myself. And I feel like when I, when I jump on the podcast, I have to be quite, I have to be on my game. I have to have something to contribute. And some days I fall short probably hear the ebb and flow of my enthusiasm and what I'm dealing with for that particular week and I think the reality is people like to listen to podcasts for entertainment they, they want to hear my thoughts they might be a friend of mine be interested in me and they want some sort of valuable content but they also want a stream of consciousness where they can just you know, be entertained maybe I'll be talking about you know teaching anatomy and next thing you know I'll be driving and talking shit to somebody who pulls out in front of me or some woman who's walking out of her house, big and fat or whatever, something humorous, something shocking, something, uh, a little bit, um, funny, but I think I need to up my game. What would make me happy is if I had somebody in mind, somebody that I encounter, let's say through the office that I'm taking care of, they might be my patient, it could be a student, uh, somebody that I know, and I know quite a few people, I like to honor them, because I feel like there's a lot of really tremendous people out there, and they've got their own stories to tell, we could just pick a, Jesus, we could pick a, um, a topic to start off with, and then just roll into, hey, how you doing, what do you think about this current event, or how about that? Remember when you, we used to do this? Whatever. And so I'm excited for that. To start this. And what I need to do it, I need to re- do a little bit more research and find out what equipment I need. I do have a microphone. I have done low-tech podcasts on a uh, laptop. There have been some limitations that I've perceived in that. Like the laptop gets hot and when you're recording, um, it starts like the fan starts to whine, so you hear that in the back background. Um, I do have a lapel microphone. I've got my cell phone, obviously, in this Anchor podcast app. 
that's the thing. It is, uh, you know, you can do it real low tech, like on a cell phone as I'm doing now, or you can do it using higher tech equipment, and maybe it's time for me to do that. If I'm going to have guests and shit, I think it might be helpful to have uh, some better equipment, more professional stuff, even if it's just a couple microphones and a video camera. Do I even want to videotape it? I wonder. I mean, people are used to that sort of thing these days, so they might, they might really enjoy that. But that requires some, to really do that right, the video is going to be something that's going to be, that would be a next, next level, I would think, right? Because you got to focus everything and get the right angle and get the right light and all that shit. Maybe we just focus on audio for now, and that'll be sufficient. And then when I go to the night, unless, unless there's some way I can do it. I mean, I got a GoPro. I have a GoPro. I've got my phone. I've got a couple, a, a good multi-directional microphone. Um, I've got low-tech software, like um, not Audible. Uh, what the fuck's it called? Anyway, free stuff, free um, recording software that I can utilize to... Uh, capture the, the podcast and then just invite somebody to the office, have a cup of coffee and shoot the shit and, and tell some stories for an hour in and out, celebrate them and publish the podcast. And then we'll get it out uh, to, on the airwaves and get people listening and get people interested and honor people. And I anticipate that my, the subjects that I record, they will become listeners and they'll spread the word to other people. And we're just going to we're just going to talk about interesting things. So uh, I think it would, it would. I think the value of this. What is a podcast going to do for me? Well, it could bring awareness to my practice and the things that I do. Uh, it's definitely going to allow me to per, uh, express myself creatively and stimulate that. It's going to make me feel good about people because there's a lot of awesome people out there that need to be celebrated and need to tell their stories. Um, and so that's all good stuff. That's all good creative stuff. And if I wanted to, I could do this podcast tomorrow. Maybe I'll gather up my materials and see if I can make that happen. Got my friend Schlag, who, uh, he's a real smart guy. He's a lawyer and a real thinker. And maybe we could put something together, at least put a framework for a podcast together. All right? So, everybody have a wonderful week, and I'm starting to really have a great one, and I'm heading over to this Griffin uh, lacrosse game right now. It's freaking very cold and windy, but it's worth it for these ladies. Love and respect. Everybody have a wonderful day. Huh!